It does not matter how slowly you go, as long as you do not stop. Confucius. Hi friends, welcome to the Piece by Piece podcast. My name is Mackenzie, and if you're anything like me, trying to balance everything in your life sometimes leaves you feeling drained, overwhelmed, and fearful. If you're wondering how you can find joy in every situation, magic in the mundane, and rest for your soul, I'd love to have you join me as we uncover simple practices to point us back to peace. There are plenty of sayings about the depth of life being more important than the length, or that we can't control the length, but we can control the depth. I do agree with that for certain aspects, but today I want to flip that and talk about why length actually matters more than depth in some cases. How often do you think about your breath? Hardly ever, right? You think about your breath when you don't have much of it, when you're gasping for air, or when someone reminds you about it, like right now. You're welcome. I've spent a lot of time thinking about my breath lately. During the month of January, I've been in a month-long intensive to get my 200-hour certification for yoga. There are various types of yoga, but where I'm getting my training, the emphasis is on moving our body's breath to movement. We inhale to move to one posture, then exhale to another, then inhale to another, and so on. And sometimes we hold the poses to build strength while still remembering to breathe. That might sound simple and second nature, but it's not. The postures aren't easy, and when you're moving breath to movement and then you stop to hold a pose, you realize how fast your heart is beating and how your breathing has quickened. As teachers, we are being taught postures and their benefits and how to get our students into them safely, but more than that, we're learning how to teach our students to breathe. I'll give you an example. The first time, through a particular sequence, part of it goes, inhale, warrior two, breathe. So we help them get into the posture with their breath, and then we tell them to breathe while we look at their form and verbally correct any alignment issues. Then to get them out of warrior two, we say inhale, signaling to them we're about to move, and then exhale, extended side angle, breathe. So we move them to a new posture, tell them to breathe and do the same thing, and so on through different postures. When we get to the part where we're moving breath to movement, we just say inhale, warrior two, exhale, extended side angle inhale the next posture and so on. Now some of you may have never done yoga or you've done a certain type of yoga or you may have certain ideas in your mind of what yoga is supposed to look like. Or when I said warrior two and extended side angle you literally have no idea what that means and that's okay. Even if you have zero interest in yoga I promise I will get to the broader point very soon. When I went to my first yoga class a few years ago I was super overwhelmed. I didn't know what any of the poses were and I would listen to the teacher, but also I would just copy the other students in class. I would think my postures needed to look a certain way or I failed at yoga. As I've been to more classes and now I'm in training, I've learned it's more about what works best in my own body that day, not achieving a certain pose, because the truth is everyone will look different. When I was a beginner, in certain postures, I would twist too much because I had to make the pose look a certain way. Or I would reach my arms too long or my legs. I would lose my breath because I twisted too far or hurt my back because I was trying to be more flexible. In training, we've been learning that yoga is length over depth 90% of the time. It's not about contorting our body to move a certain way if we can't do that, but it's about lengthening our spine, protecting our joints, engaging different muscles. 
And that phrase length over depth struck me and I've found it pertaining to other areas of my life too. I think for a lot of us, myself included, is that we think it's the end goal we need, not all of the steps along the way. And we're conditioned that we need to do it all perfectly or we shouldn't do it. The minute I heard length over depth in yoga, it gave me so much freedom. I'm not as flexible as other people, although I've gotten more flexible. My poses might look different than the student next to me who has been practicing for 20 years, and if I were to reach my hand to the ground like her in a certain posture, I would compromise and hurt other parts of my body. I don't have to force myself to look a certain way, and the pose is not the point. The point is, did I show up and treat my body with integrity and realize it's one step further than I was yesterday? And even if I'm not as flexible or strong or full of balance one day, doesn't mean I won't be another day. If you're thinking, wow, this entire episode is just Mackenzie trying to convince us she's more flexible than she used to be, but also not flexible at all, that is not what I'm trying to say. Although, yes, in case you're wondering, that lame presidential box sit and reach thing would go way better for me today than it did when I was in middle school. Okay, here's me trying to condense what I've learned in yoga to pertain to everyday life. Number one, the end goal is not the goal. There will always be another goal. There's no arrival at a destination. While that might sound depressing at first, it's actually freeing. You're not going to reach a point where you feel like, you know what, I have reached perfection in this, that, or whatever. Instead, I want you to see the beauty and purpose found in all of the steps. Have the goal, know what it looks like for you. Maybe it's to be more patient, or get your degree, or make the perfect cup of coffee. Know what it is, then learn along the way and enjoy the process. Show up and make small steps towards it. Know that some days you will have patience, some days you won't. But when you keep practicing like we've talked about in other episodes, you get further along than you would be if you never tried. And number two, what do you need to do to keep going? In yoga, there's a pose that I swear is the death of me. I've always hated it. It's called revolved crescent lunge. So picture this. Your right knee is over your right ankle in a lunge and your back leg is straight and strong. Your left elbow is on top of your right thigh, so you're looking to your right. It's a deep twist and it's hard, let me tell you. So I'm in class one time and I'm trying to hold this pose, but it's so hard and I hate it and you can tell I hate it. And the teacher says to the class, Option to lower your left knee to focus on the twist. But in my mind, that's failing, so I don't do it. Then recently during training, my instructor says with this pose, if you've lost your breath, you've gone too far. And that just hit me. The point in this pose is to find length before you twist, so you're twisting from the safest part in your spine. So now, I immediately lower my left knee and focus on lengthening my spine and then twisting. I maintain my breath. I went on another long yoga tangent to say this. Have you gone too far? Are you pushing yourself too much? What have you lost on your quest to attain something you think you need? For me, in the past, I've lost rest in my attempt to be everything to everyone. I compromised by giving people only what I had left in my energy tank, rather than doing what I needed to do to interact with people in life in a way where I wasn't running on empty. So what is that for you? What are you so set on achieving that other really important things, like your close relationships, sleep, or creativity, are suffering? Those two points can be summed up in two ways. Length over depth, and if you've lost blank, you've gone too far. Maybe yoga is not for you, and that's more than okay. Yoga is not the point of what I want to say today at all. 
The point is, what is going to make you last longer? What does freedom look like to you? Life is not one size fits all. God created you unique for a purpose, with a set of ideas, dreams, and talents for a reason. It's okay if that doesn't fit what someone else is doing, or even what you think you need to be. I want you and I to feel the freedom and joy and peace that comes with living out of who God calls us to be. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope it encouraged you and made you feel a little lighter. That's always what I want to do with these short weekly episodes. You can find me on Instagram at Peace by Peace with Mac. And don't forget this Sunday, January 31st, I'll be talking about the intention for the month of February. I'll talk to you soon.